world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions, and we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with myself, your host, Vince Tagliavia. This is a show we're live Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern to discuss the news and events in the morning here in the U.S., but we do cover news worldwide, finance, U.S. news, world news, World War III, cultural, social destabilization, all the things to just keep on keep up with what's going on during the day today is december 27th 2022 a beautiful day to be alive i know a lot of us are in the midst of um the winter of love Uh, i hope everybody's doing safe out there the west coast is doing pretty good though i mean despite the weather going on here is absolutely crazy it's pretty balmy actually here in communist washington state i know californians were at the beach over the holidays um, but actually we're supposed to have, uh, crazy wind storms here in, uh, Washington state, like 65 mile per hour plus gusts of wind and 25 plus foot waves. So, um, I might make my way down to the beach, check that out. It'll be pretty cool. Uh, but everyone else is in this crazy winter storm across the rest of the country, all the way down to Florida and Texas. So. You guys, I hope you prepared and you're doing well. We'll uh, we'll talk about the weather and stuff here in a little bit. But good morning to you. Hope you're doing well. Hope your coffee is strong and good and everybody's doing well. I, uh, <laughs> I woke up this morning really early. Hope you guys got more sleep than I did. But I was reading the headlines and I was just thankful 
I was thankful because there were no headlines about zombies. You know, there was no headlines about an alien invasion uh, or nukes going off. So I think we're in pretty good shape today. So uh, enjoy it because we don't know what the future holds and things are getting pretty spicy out there, to say the least. Yeah, man. Cats meow said Michigan was a mess for four days. Finally stopped snowing and no wind. Good. Hopefully you get some clear weather and uh, people, man, the weather is just nuts. Absolutely nuts. Let's see what we've got going on for the day so we can just stay on track of, uh, stay on top of the news and uh, we'll go from there. Let's talk about finance to start off here. Um, this is brought to you by Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team at getgoldtoday.com. Uh, Dr. Kirk and his team help people purchase gold with cash. You could get physical gold delivered. You could roll over your 401ks, etc. Um, 401ks or Roths <clears throat> to gold um, or portions of it, whatever. You could get a free consultation from them at getgoldtoday.com. So check that out if you're interested. But let's talk about finance. Stocks today tanked, and then they're back up almost in the green, but they tanked this morning. On imports, uh, as imports trigger smallest U.S. trade deficit in two years. I have an article here by Zero Hedge. The U.S. trade balance stunned onlookers this morning as the goods trade deficit narrowed in November to its smallest in two years of imports collapsed. The $83.3 billion deficit was massively better than the $96.3 billion gap expected. Bloomberg said this is the biggest decrease in the deficit since 2009. The shrinkage in the deficit was driven by a 7.6% plunge on Im- in imports, $252.2 billion, the lowest in more than a year. The value of exports also dropped down 3.1% to $168.9 billion. Interesting. I, we don't. We're going to be seeing less and less stuff coming in and out. I have a feeling, especially if we go into war here, things are going to be prioritized differently, and uh, trade war is a big part of this war. So get prepared. Because of this, as well as a U.S. the U.S. dollar weakening, gold prices are near the highest levels since June. They're worth, uh, gold is at about 1830 a little over 1830 $1,830. Um, I am going to predict $2,000 gold within the next few months. I think we'll get $2,000 gold in the next few months. There's my prediction. Um, and it's probably could go much, much higher too. So I think that's pretty conservative. Um, the dollar recovers, this is written by Reuters, dollar recovers as investors digest China's loosening of COVID rules. When they're talking about the dollar recovering, at least in my head, I imagine it's probably a very short-term recovery. The dollar is not recovered, okay? Maybe a short-term little bump, but they said the dollar paired losses on Tuesday after China said it would scrap its COVID-19 quarantine rule for inbound excuse me, inbound travelers, a major step in reopening its borders that boosted risk-related currencies such as the Australian dollar. 
China will stop requiring arriving travelers to go into quarantine starting January 8th, the National Health Commission said on Monday, even as COVID cases spike. At the same time, Beijing downgraded regulations for managing COVID cases to lighter category B from the top level category A. The Aussie rose 0.22% versus the greenback of 0.674 dollars in mostly thin trading during the year-end holiday season, while the New Zealand dollar gave up earlier gains. Um, quote, we've been in a very narrow trading range, and I think with the dollar firming up against the euro and yen, we could see fur further dollar gains against Chinese currency, said Mark Chandler, chief market strategist at Bannockburn Global Forex. Still, investors could be cheered by what some perceive to be Chinese policymakers resolve to full reopening, said Christopher Wong, a currency strategist at OCBC. There seems to be no let-up on the pace of relaxing COVID restrictions despite the surge in COVID cases in the mainland. Euro fell elsewhere, 0.08% against the dollar to one dollar, uh, to the value of $1.62. Um, look, <laughs> this might be a temporary thing. I, In my head, I think this is an extremely temporary thing. China is doing business with the BRICS nations, you think that they're not going to outperform us with having way more people, way more trade overall? Of course their currencies are going to outperform us. They're currencies that are backed up in gold and oil, etc., commodities. So this, I think, is an incredibly misleading article, just like they all are. I mean, even, even, uh, <laughs> even an average Joe like me can tell you, I think uh, this is baloney um is it though it's, i mean i don't know right i'm i really don't but just uh let me know what you guys think is 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 this just some short-term uh hopium here from reuters and what these people are saying or or is it real realistic and then <clears throat> yeah um new york is losing tax dollars Calo and california they both have each lost more than half a million residents since April 2020. Half a million people moved out of California and New York since April 2020. And more are leaving because look at what's going on even right now, this winter, people that have this looting going on around the corner at their local store in Buffalo and everywhere else where people are sabotaging their, their own electric grid, uh, just the crime rates, the homelessness, the, the absurd prices in a lot of these Democrat-run cities. People are going to keep leaving. So uh, I know a lot of people that I talk to, a lot of the Redfield family, they definitely already left um, a lot of uh, places, including myself. Well, I'm still in communist Washington state, but I'm out in the boonies. Huh. All right, let's check the chats here. Good morning, real KAB. Good to see you. Good to see you, K Wall. New York City lost twenty thousand millionaires in the past twenty-two months. Wow, K Wall for life. Interesting. If you have any uh, uh, articles or sources on that, <laughs> send it my way. That's really interesting. CCP uses fiat currency yuan. All nations do. Um, yeah, well, they're starting to move towards backing their currency in gold, just like Russia just did. Uh, it's a gold slash petrol backed, uh, Russian, what do they call their thing? Their money? I don't know. 
I don't recall. I'm tired, guys. Um, they're starting to. They're starting to go off of this fiat. They're starting to back it up with commodities. And trade. They have a larger, they have a larger um, network than the West, which gives them an edge when it comes to keeping every keeping each other afloat with their trade in in my mind you know if i'm wrong uh comment away comment away or if i if you agree comment away too and make sure you guys hit those plus signs over there on rumble and pills give me some red pills i greatly appreciate that uh i appreciate it appreciate it <laughs> good morning grits and light time good to see you guys and cats all right let's continue here let's get out of the finance stuff you guys can go to getgoldtoday.com if you want to get a free consultation from Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team at uh, over there. They're fantastic. Um, so let's see. Uh, also, last week, Josh had Dr. Kirk Elliott on his show. Always good information. I love to listen to him. They go into depth. Uh, last time he was on um, the Dark to Light show on WYSL uh, AM radio with Josh which is on Podbean. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get the Dr. Light Show, which uh, airs at noon, uh, every day at noon, Monday through Friday, noon Eastern time. And we uh, post that later in the day too, if you want to download it later. But um, Kirk Elliott was talking about the price of gold and silver historically and today and kind of a future outlook of what's going to happen. And it's pretty spot on with uh, others as well who I believe know what the hell's going on. So I, I love to hear what he has to say. It's great. Even on the short-term stuff, what's going on day by day, he's always got something good to say. He's very, very intelligent when it comes to this stuff. This stuff. Uh, all right, let's talk about a little bit of things that are getting shaky and dicey over here, especially in the States. Uh, I think almost exclusively in the States is what we're covering today. Elon Musk... He said on Twitter yesterday, or or it might have been, let's look, it might have been this morning. Uh, he said, most people don't appreciate the significance of the point Matt was making. Every social media company is engaged in heavy censorship with significant involvement and of and at times explicit direction of the government. Google frequently makes links disappear, for example. Yeah, they do. We saw this a lot during 2020. You know, everybody was going to use DuckDuckGo, and then everybody found out that DuckDuckGo was kind of sketchy as well. So everybody's trying to find these different browsers in order to get different results from the Internet because it's heavily censored. They put things, they hide things, they, they don't show certain results. It's pretty wild that they have this so tightly controlled. Let's pull these tweets up get the exact timing here this was in response to this post by glenn greenwald he said uh for the crime of reporting that the u.s security state agencies are heavily involved in big tech censorship regime and for confessing that he found this deeply disturbing liberals liberals have spent a full week saying that m taibi has a mental health problems has mental health problems and needs therapy matt taibi is one of the ones who dropped a lot of the twitter files one of which mentioned the government was in con constant contact with not just Twitter, but with virtually every major, every major tech firm. This is what Elon Musk replied to, saying that, it, yeah, people don't realize the significance of the point he was making. Um, 
and this goes on here is this uh this might just be the elon musk thing let me check this link though just in case yeah interesting um, and then Glenn Greenwald responded and he said, when Dems controlled both houses of Congress and the White House and executive branch, they repeatedly summoned big tech CEOs and openly and explicitly threatened them. If you don't censor more, you will be punished. And DHS, FBI, CIA applied immense pressure. And he posted a Substack article about it. Elon Musk responded, exactly. This is not news to us. It's just confirmation. It's just I'm pointing out we have uh, public communication about what the heck's going on, which is testing, 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 testing. My gosh, I'm sorry, you guys. Um, tap my back. Testing, testing, right, testing, sorry testing, about that, testing, testing. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes I swear I was just thinking this morning, too. Wow, my, my Internet's been so great lately. Um, hopefully I don't get a power outage. We've got really high winds. Like I said, we can have gusts up to over 65 miles per hour. So if I'm gone tomorrow, that's why if you guys want to keep updated on what the heck's going on with the shows, with the morning coffee, with the daily dose, and also a lot of other stuff, you could go to the social red pill, www.socialredpill.com, create a free account. doesn't cost you a dime and you get full access to everything. There are zoom rooms that are active in the evening times after the daily dose. And I post before I go live, or if I'm not going to have a show because of a power outage, I'll let you guys know as long as my phone's charged. Um, so yeah, socialredpill.com. Keep up with what's going on. You could also post things, share things, start conversations, set polls for the red pill family to vote on and see where everybody else is at there's a lot of diversity and great ideas over there so check it out it's a wonderful place good morning black jester um grits you're having issues with d live last night are you okay right now this was um that little hiccup was on my end but it looks like um i'm streaming pretty strong now yeah should be okay man um, I'm kind of double checking. Bear with me. Sorry about that. Yeah, looks good. <laughs> Tip top Magoo. Um, Elon Musk yesterday also said that there are around 100 Starlinks now active in Iran. Starlinks are the satellites launched by SpaceX that, uh, I think they're launched by SpaceX. Yeah, SpaceX. And they, uh, provide internet with a little satellite. And I thought this was interesting just because there were, um, some conversations going on about this. So he says there's a hundred Starlinks active. This guy, Ben Norton said that billionaire oligarch Elon Musk is helping the U.S. government's illegal regime change operation in Iran. And I was like, oh my gosh, is he? What is going on here? Ben Norton continues, he says his company has 100 Starlinks, a satellite internet service that are active in Iran and many more in Ukraine. The CIA knows Musk is its ally. And then he posts this article by Reuters about the Starlinks active in Iran. And then he continues on. He says, Elon Musk is aiding the U.S. government in the crime of aggression, meddling in the internal affairs of Iran, a sovereign state with the goal of destabilizing and overthrowing its government. This is complicitly in a blatant violation of international law. He also says, it's clear Elon Musk is coordinating with the White House and its regime change scheme targeting Iran. Starlink is not a tool of free speech. It's a weapon of hybrid warfare to destabilize a sovereign state like the CIA's fake Twitter in Cuba called Zun Zunio. 
before that he attached a Forbes article about the White House being in talks with Elon Musk about putting Starlink on the ground or uh, in certain places, in certain areas. So, you know, I kind of see where he's coming from. He can totally make that argument, and uh, he might have some validity to connecting some dots there. I don't know 100% if it's all accurate. Um, it seems like it might be. It seems like it might not be. I think it's a little gray area, just like a lot of stuff with Elon Musk. It's just right there in this gray area where he likes to just chill out, pissing off the si- people on this side and pissing off the people on that side. He sits in that gray area, and it's it's not moral, but it's not immoral. I think it's moral, or or is it moral and immoral, making it gray? Or is it neither? It's probably a little bit of both. I think he sits in the middle. So, yeah, he could be. Let, let me know what you guys think could be but also he could just be looking at the dollar signs i don't know i don't know man but but in iran um women are taking off their scarves and stuff or their uh, hijabs or whatever and walking around public now and it's interesting so we'll see what what progresses there he could be right um these things could be used for good and they could be used for bad that's just the fact of the matter here uh, and I don't think Elon Musk is in full control over how these things are used. And I think, though, he can't. I mean, if the government comes to him and says, will you put some uh, satellites, like really like maybe a few more over by Antarctica so we could wage a war with aliens down there? And he went and did it. Then, you know, I could see how you could say, yeah, he's totally helping them. But uh, I don't know. I'm kind of like hesitant to say he's spot on, you know, but let me know what you guys think about Ben Norton on that. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Good morning, Energio. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, this was freaky. I don't know if this is true. This is another one where I'm like, eh, I don't know. It could be true. It could be false. It could be, um, it's a conspiracy in my head, but this is by what's up with that.com. They posted a claim. More than half of Antarctica's plants, animals, could disappear due to climate change. Okay, it's look, I think this is BS because we all know climate change data is extremely flimsy and garbage data. But they're posting this article, so maybe something is going to kill half of Antarctica's plants and animals. Maybe not just Antarctica either. Maybe we're going to see extinctions and things everywhere. Uh, we are already seeing things like plants, uh, crops not faring well through the weather, flooding, ice. This storm is a perfect example. Um, some crops are doing well, which we'll talk about in a second, but it's an interesting article. It's part of the puzzle. Uh, it says a study, which I haven't read, which I will. A study in the journal PLOS Biology found that 65% of Antarctica's plants and animal species, including penguins, will likely disappear by the end of the century. Okay. If the world does not do something to decrease fossil fuel emissions. Oh my god, get out of here. So let's see what type of data they're looking at. The southern polar regions have barely gotten any warmer since 1980. True. We're at this huge turning point now. Uh, not just for Antarctica, but globally, when it comes to climate, we've got the opportunity to stop it. And if we don't do something now, the impacts are going to be much, much worse than what they could be. Look, this is pushing this, these, this is pushing people to be climate activists. 
don't you know that half the animals are gonna die in the next 80 years there's a study let's look at the study live cookie cookie performance center uh, strictly necessary all right okay threats management priorities for conserving Antarctic biodiversity um, Antarctic terrestrial biodiversity facts faces some multiple threats from invasive species to climate change yet no large-scale assessments of threat management strategies exist Applying a structured participatory approach, we demonstrate that existing cons conservation efforts are insufficient in a changing world, estimating that 65%, at best 37%, at worst 97% of native terrestrial taxa and land-associated seabirds are likely to decline by 2100 under current trajectories. Okay, I don't believe these, so let's just move on to the figures. What are they looking at here? Predicted future inactiveness, uh, intactness of Antarctica taxa. Um, okay, this is just like their uh, prediction. What's this? Strategies list. Uh, this is just more results. Let's see. I want to see their study. Where's their data? What are they? What are they making these assumptions based off? Off of? Let's go. Um, our approach. Is there any actual data here? Results and discussion. Benefits of management strategies. No, no actual data here. Evaluation of key. No. Feasibility and costs. Cost effective strategies. Come on. Where is the data? See, this is the problem with this stuff. Uncertainty. Number of taxa for which each of eight knowledge shortfalls were identified that limit understanding of assessment of Antarctica terrestrial biodiversity. Okay, where's the data? Material and methods. This is the problem with these things. They don't give you the hard data. This is just like an assessment of bullshit. Assessment of invisible bullshit. Oh my gosh. See, they put out all this information. Oh, here we go. No, management strategies, workbook, no. Okay, numerical values and underline the figures. These values were calculated from the raw values in the message describes. Uh, maybe this is it. Let me see the data, government data. All right, well, that loads some references here. I might have to take this into my own hands this afternoon. Here we go. Here are their, uh, here are their sources. Okay. This is going to take a while to look at. Oh my gosh. So many sources. Look at this. Uh, uh, oh my gosh. How many sources are here? Over a hundred, 116. Interesting. No threat management data. Okay, we're gonna look at this because they always talk about the data they talk about when they're talking about climate change. It always goes to like air temperature over time or water temperature over time. And um, if you if you take into con into consideration the um, what's the I'm trying to think of the terminology here the error the amount of error that could potentially be in these readings especially the further you go back in history where they're looking at they're looking at tree rings and and stuff for this data the accuracy of these methods is um negligible 
And oftentimes the error is larger than their result. So they'll be like, we calculate a one degree change, you know, over X amount of years. And if this continues, we're completely effed. All the animals are going to die. Worst case scenario, like we just read. In reality, it's like, well, actually, if you could, if you take in consideration the error of your measurements, we could actually be going the other direction completely. The, the results could be completely the other way. So what the H, man? Anyway, we'll stop talking about climate, but this is the fake news that's out there. Take a look at the, I'll take a look at these articles too. see if I could find any actual data and uh, understand it and talk about it later. But be careful with these articles. They, uh, they put a lot of information in there that's just, you got to find the root, the root of the information. This whole article is just about what they're going to do about it. Oh, yeah. State official says people trapped in cars for multiple days as winter storms continue to batter the East Coast. That is absolutely terrifying. Put an emergency kit in your car if you don't have it now. It should be in there all year especially during the winter. Um, at least 28 people have died in western New York, a majority in and around the city of Buffalo in Erie County, New York, as what they called the bomb cyclone battered, bomb cyclone battered the region over Christmas weekend into Monday. It's crazy. Crazy. Oh my gosh, it's windy here, but I'm glad we don't have those snow chunks in it. I'll tell you tell you that right now. And here's another article. Extreme cold weather and winter storms sweep across the U.S. So this is not stopping. More than a million households without electricity, thousands of canceled flights, temperatures in the double digits, minus range, and already 41 fatalities. The U.S. is being overwhelmed by an enormous cold wave. New York State is like a war zone. Blackout. 1.6 million households are without electricity. Cars and trucks slid across the road, crashed into each other. Others veered off the road. Hundreds of thousands of households were affected by power outages over the weekend. On Saturday morning local time, more than uh, 1.6 million households were temporarily without electricity, as the power outage website showed. The Arctic cold front also interfered with the Christmas plans of many travelers. Uh, more than 10,000 flights were canceled from Friday to Sunday. My gosh, some airports are even closed. So, uh, wow. This storm's wild. Like I said, I'm going to go to the beach today because we're supposed to have 25-foot-plus waves. Crazy. And I want to go check if anybody's trying to surf them, which they shouldn't. This is so incredibly dangerous. And it's incredibly rainy. It's actually nice and balmy, though. Like I said, it was like 50 degrees or something this morning. Absolutely nuts. We went from frozen, completely frozen solid, to uh, rainy and balmy and windy. <clears throat> so let's keep going on here. I have a little bit about crime. The left loves to release criminals, and a dangerous criminal shoots victim 11 times after being released by a celebrity-backed bail fund. Can you believe this stuff, man? We saw this with Antifa and BLM people. 
The Bale Project is a nonprofit funded by celebrities such as John Legend, John Legend, Richard Branson, and Danny Glover that pays bills for incarcerated individuals who can't afford it themselves. The Las Vegas chapter of this nationwide organization has been shut down after it bailed out a, a serial criminal who, who tried to murder a waiter less than a week after being released. In December 2021, the Bail Project posted a $3,000 bond for burglary suspect Rashawn Gostin Anderson. Six days later, he shot a man named Changin Wang, a waiter at Shanghai Taste in the Chinatown section of Las Vegas. Wang was shot 11 times after nearly dying in the hospital. Wang miraculously survived and is suing the Bail Project for releasing Gatson Anderson given his criminal track record. The victim is also suing Gatson Anderson and Shanghai pizza owner uh, U.S. Hui D Real Estate Investment Corporation. He's seeking over 15000 in damages for each defendant. My God. Wang's lawyer, Corey Kaplan, reported on his client's condition saying he's got scars all over his body. He can't move his shoulder over certain height. I don't know how the bullets missed the vital artery. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. In 2018, Gaston Anderson pled guilty to attempted grand larceny and served 18 months of probation. The following year, he was convicted of felony burglary in New York and in 2021 was convicted of auto theft in Illinois. Gaston Anderson was arrested for pandering and carrying a concealed weapon in November 2021. He was released without bail and told to stay out of trouble, only to be arrested the next day on burglary and theft charges. Ignoring Gaston Anderson's crime-ridden history, the bail project paid his $3,000 bail. Which, by the way, $3,000 bail? That's nothing. Wang is now suing the Bail Project for failing to take into account the criminal's lengthy record and the danger he posed to the community. Clark District, Clark County District Attorney Steve Wolfson, Wolfson explained the problems with the Bail Project's approach to their mission. He told the Las Vegas Review-Journal, Normally when bail is posted, a cash bail, it is a family member or friend who is familiar with the accused. One can say, in a sense, they are vouching for the person, continued Wolfson. They are risking their own money. A family member comes forward, a brother, a friend, and if they put up 3000 and this person doesn't show up or reoffends, they lose their own money. Wolfson addressed Gatson Anderson's case directly, saying, In this case, we have an out-of-state national organization with little or no ties to our community who puts up the cash bail. They do have ties to your community. They are destabilizing it. That's their tie to your community. Welcome to reality. Um, by the way, they're not just going to release this criminal. They're going to send them up from the border, too, in Mexico and all the other southern countries and countries worldwide that are flooding through the border every single day. Even as we speak, there are people trotting across that border, guarantee you, and also being trafficked and all that. Um, this is interesting. I don't know if his case is, is, is even going to be valid. I don't know if he could get away with suing them with our current judicial system, but... The system's clearly flawed. You know, what if uh, Elon Musk just decided to pay everybody's bail? I wonder, how much does everybody's bail amount to? Or, like, let's just take, like, um, a majority of them, like 75% of maybe the cheapest bails. How much is that total, you know, in the U.S.? And what if some rich billionaire or a group of them decided to release everybody, every single person? They probably could. They probably could. And have a lot of money left over. Could you imagine? This is a huge flaw in our system. What's the point if there's, you have criminals, rapists, murderers, burglars, 
criminals just released because you have cash. This does not make sense to me. It's clearly about money. When you could have somebody commit major crimes and then just be released on bail, Sam Bankman freed. And a lot of times they don't even have to put up the money. They It's just, I don't know how bail works exactly, but from my understanding, they just, they go. It's not difficult. And they also, I heard, take a percentage, like 10% or even 0%, uh, and you could get out still. Thank you, Qual for Life, for the cookie. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. Um, we have another one here. Parents are doing good stuff here. Parents slam the effort to ban hate speech from school board meetings ban hate speech from school board meetings hate speech oh my gosh what the heck is hate speech i still don't know loudon county parents are speaking out against a residence petition that calls to ban hate speech from school board meetings following a school board meeting in which parents lambasted school officials over their handling of a sexual assault case the petition signed by several hundred county residents and started by 19 year old Andrew Pihonic, a Loudoun County resident and member of the LG Alphabet Soup community, calls to, quote, ban hate speech in Loudoun school board meetings, unquote, after a man called homosexuality immoral and quoted a violent Bible verse. <laughs> Wait a second. Okay. And quoted a violent Bible verse during the public comment period of the December 13th board meeting. Parents present at this meeting and seeking accountability from the school board for a special grand jury report, uh, which found the district failed to alert the community of multiple sexual assaults within the district, told the Daily Caller News Foundation. The one comment uh, is not representative of their efforts and that their demands have nothing to do with the LGBTQ community. The petition misrepresents parents at the December 13th school board meeting who are focusing on holding the school board accountable. Colin Doniger, a Loudoun County parent, told DCNF. Quote, the petition is misleading and it, as it relates to parental comments at the school board meeting, Doniger told us, the news. Quote, parents, including myself, were there on the 13th to speak about the utter failure of the Loudoun County Public School Administration identified in the special grand jury report. There was very little reference at all in that meeting to gender dysphoria promoting policies beyond the fact that the per perpetrator of the sexual assault was a male who wore a skirt and had access to the women's bathroom. Scott Minio, a Loudoun County parent, told the DCNF that the comments made by a majority of parents at the school board meeting were about the mistakes the school administration had made, rather than the LG Alphabet Soup community. <sighs> this is retarded. This is ridiculous. Oh my gosh. So somebody thinks that uh, homosexuality is immoral. Who cares? That's not hate speech. That's their opinion. Opinions aren't hate speech just because they think your lifestyle is, is immoral. Um, you know, I think littering's immoral, but if I say, Hey, you stinking litterer, that's not hate speech. That's just talking crap. People talk crap and they should, because people should be shunned for stupid stuff. I don't care if it's homosexuality. I don't care if it's littering. I don't care if it's whatever idea it is. Uh, Oh, meat eaters. Yeah. I hate it when people eat meat. It's so immoral. Is that hate speech? No, it's a stupid opinion. 
People can have opinions, whether they're stupid or not. People need to stop being snowflakes, but it's great. These parents should be at that meeting and stick to their guns. So, And uh, we should all go to our school boards and make sure that things are being done properly. Ha. Let me know what you guys think about that. What the hell is hate speech? Let's talk about this. Amy Klobuchar, Klobuchar, U.S. Senator from Minnesota, said on Twitter, The Electoral Court Reform Act passed. It will be signed into law as part of the end-of-year funding bill. This is critical to safeguarding our democracy. And we got it done. The Electoral Count Reform Act. The Electoral Count Reform Act... This bill revises the process of casting and counting electoral votes for presidential elections. <clears throat> this is interesting. I think this um, would change a situation like we saw in 2020 where Pence could have stepped up and, if he had balls and uh, uh, contested the electoral, the improper electoral votes, this scandalous scam election. So that's interesting snow globe <laughs> oh my goodness um this is in washington state more news about these prisoners and these these criminals legislator wants to pay inmates minimum wage for prison jobs a lot of states pay inmates very small sums of money and um this is interesting Washington State wants to pay the minimum wage. I don't think this is a good idea. Here's what they say on king5.com, a local news here in uh, Washington State. Olympia, Washington. The state of Washington saves millions by paying inmates pennies per hour for work done behind bars. A state legislator wants to pay start paying inmates minimum wage for prison jobs. Inmates are paid to work in prison kitchens. They build office furniture and assemble eyeglasses. According to the Department of Corrections, 1,600 offenders currently work in custody jobs. They pay between $0.65 cents and $2.70 per hour. DOC spokesperson Chris Wright said those are one of the top hourly rates in the, in the country. This is an evolution of slavery, said State Representative Tara Simmons D. Bremerton. Of course she did. Simmons is believed to be the first person convicted of a felony to get elected to serve in Olympia. Oh, great. We're, we're electing the felons. Good. She served a 30-month prison sentence for drug and theft charges. She works in the kitchen. She worked in the kitchen laundry room as a custodian. When I was incarcerated, I was paid 42 cents an hour, said Simmons. Her proposal would place half a million inmates' earnings into an account that could not be accessed until the inmates' release. If people can leave with enough money to have transportation for housing, clothing, food, and potentially some job training, hopefully they'll have a better chance at not coming back, said Simmons. Simmons said the issue will come up for debate in the upcoming legislative session, which starts in January. Republican Senator Phil Fortunato, Republican Auburn, said, Auburn, said that inmates are enough of a tax burden on the state. To me, it doesn't make much sense, said Fortunato. Fortunato, there's no end to what we can do with our with other people's money. Senator Chris Gildon, Republican of Puyallup, said 
he doesn't think many Washingtonians consider this a priority issue. Our funds would be better spent helping people get out of tents and into treatment and stable housing, said Gildan. At least there's a couple Republicans in our state here in commie Washington. With the, uh, At least they're saying the right things on paper here. Yeah, tax money. Does this come from tax money? I thought prisons were private institutions. So why are they getting this tax money? It must be some like some loophole where they do get tax money, but they're privately owned. Let me know if you understand the prison system better than I do. Uh, clearly, uh, I don't. But I think this is a terrible idea. Um, and this 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 uh, previous felon Democrat that's saying that it's a good idea. Um, here's why it's not a good idea. The same reason why that guy was released and then and then committed crimes right after shooting another guy 11 times or all the other stories we've heard of people being released and committing crimes immediately or shortly after being released. Um, a lot of times criminals come out of jail and they have nothing. Prison, they have nothing, right? They don't have money. They don't have anything to do, so they get right back into crime. What if uh, that same criminal had 10000 20000 30000 $40,000 cash in their savings account when they got out. They're going to go buy a shitload of drugs. They're going to go make deals. They're going to get right back into crime. I guarantee it. We have to have a more complex solution to this crime. And it comes at a grassroots level with our schools and with our society and with our programming, our social media, our elected officials. It's not going to be solved by throwing money at it. This is a scam, uh, and it's probably going to cause more crime and put more crime into these criminal syndicates. Can I call it a syndicate? All right, that's my opinion. Let me know your opinion in the comments. I'll check them out over there, especially on Zoom. And remember, please hit those plus signs and all that. That, that is uh, tremendous. Helps me get around and lets me know you guys are enjoying it. All right, we've got some crazy stuff happening in the world. Uh, the Chinese, um, Chinese people are planning trips abroad because their quarantine is ending. Japan is responding and they're requiring COVID tests upon arrival from China. Uh, it's this is a weird move by China. It really is, especially as uh, they've been so adamant about shutting down since the beginning of this virus and now they're having a spike in cases the hospitals are in horrible condition apparently according to things i can see and they're just opening right up it's so weird hmm. and japan is being cautious on that uh that's not the crazy thing it's just something weird to note uh with that said if you don't have medicine or, or if you have medicine and you're like, check on your medicine, make sure it's not expired. Okay. Um, after a couple of years, it could expire and you want to make sure you have the, a new batch. Um, have your medicine ready now, not when you get sick later, even if it's just a head cold or whatever, you're going to want something, especially if you can't sleep or you're in a little bit of pain, you get a sore throat, whatever it might be. These normal winter sicknesses that almost everybody gets. And that could potentially get worse and worse, depending on what the hell's going around, especially with all this genetic engineering and this mRNA bullshit. And get your medicine now. We already see shortages for children's medicine. It'll happen overnight with adult medications too, if it isn't already. So make sure you have things on hand now because you could get sick tomorrow. Uh, make sure you're eating healthy and exercising and staying positive and all that, but just get it now.
whatever it may be. There's a million things out there you can do. Uh, not a doctor, but you know, it's good to have your supplies ready to go, especially with this stuff going around the world. Um, Russian lawmaker Pavel Antov allegedly found dead having fallen out of a third floor hotel window in Odisha just two days after his colleague was mysteriously found dead in the same hotel in Odisha, India. Local media reports. Another Russian fell out of a hotel? This is like, like just a couple days ago, the other guy fell out of the hotel. Hello. This is the same. This is like what they say led to World War One. Franz Ferdinand, the death of Franz Ferdinand. Maybe he had, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a Russian lawmaker. I think he was up for being their leader or ruler. But we're getting close to one wrong person being targeted to major escalations in this war. This is crazy. The Insider Paper reported. <clears throat> Can you believe this? Another Russian just fell out. Fell. <laughs> fell out. Yeah, exactly. Holy moly. We heard all this uh, information about North Korea. A few North Korean drones flew into South Korea for hours. I think it was like seven hours. South Korea sent a helicopter, fired, couldn't knock them down, couldn't shoot them down. Um, they had a lot of issues. Uh, well, South Korea, South Korea's military has apologized for not downing the North Korean drones. This is odd to me. This whole story just stinks. I don't know. I'm not a military strategy expert or arms expert or anything like that but it's just it sends off a little red flag in my head anybody who could break this down and understand it better especially if you are experienced in the military it would be greatly appreciated um i know you guys do and i appreciate that i saw some comments yesterday i think jtac was saying a little bit about it South Korea's military apologized on Tuesday for failing to shoot down five North Korean drones that crossed their shared border after facing wide criticism over its lack of readiness. Monday's incursion prompted Seoul to fire warning shots and deploy fighter jets and attack helicopters to shoot down the drones, one of which flew close to the capital. Yesterday, five enemy drones invaded South Korean airspace, and our military detected and tracked them but we apologize for not being able to shoot them down, the Joint Chiefs of Staff said in a statement. All of the drones appeared to have returned to the north despite a an operation to hunt them down that lasted five hours. The JCS acknowledged that while the military can counter attack drones that pose a real threat, there is a limit to their ability to detect and strike smaller spy drones. As a result, the military's lack of readiness has caused a lot of concern to the public, it said. One second. Sorry about that. Uh, South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol said at a cabinet meeting on Tuesday. Uh, one second. Uh, I'm sorry about that. He said on Tuesday, um, 
The incident showed that the military's readiness was greatly lacking. Yoon ordered an acceleration of a plan to launch a drone unit to carry out surveillance and reconnaissance operations on North Korea's key military facilities. This plan includes introducing advanced stealth drones. Interesting. Thank you for the uh, follow, Fundamental Logic. I appreciate that. Hope you enjoy the show. So, sorry for the little bit of background noise. I've just got some some things going on. <clears throat> All right. So, this is interesting. The drones are too small. Oh, my gosh. This is concerning. They can't track the smaller drones. What if they attack the capital or something? You know, they would have been really screwed. Yeah, micro drones used for war is a bit unsettling. Yeah, and uh, Josh talked about it last night. They're using them in, in Ukraine as well. Wow. North Korea says it put an end. It says it will uh, put an end to tyranny of imperialism and U.S. nuclear blackmail. What does this remind us of? I don't know why, but it reminds me of uh, Clinton. The Clintons. What does North Korea know? North Korean officials stressed Tuesday they have put an end to the tyranny tyranny of imperialism and nuclear blackmail by the U.S. by achieving the development of its nuclear program amid a spike in tensions on the peninsula over Pyongyang's latest ballistic tests and the intrusion of several drones Monday across the border with South Korea. Our party has completed the process of obtaining a national nuclear force as the main issue in building a powerful country. It has succeeded brilliantly, achieving a miraculous victory that puts an end forever to the history of unilateral nuclear blackmail by the U.S., said Supreme People's Assembly Chairman Cho Yong-hae, as reported by Rodong Sinmun newspaper. He extolled that... North Korea, quote, has rapidly emerged as a world-class military power, both on paper and in reality, and ushered in an era of the state-first principle, while noting that Pyongyang, quote, has adopted a new line of development while strengthening military deterrence. So, fascinating. Fascinating. Meanwhile, Japan is over there as well involved in this global conflict as everybody scrambles to get ready and it japan has asked its insurers 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 to retain marine war cover for lng shippers in russian waters Tokyo, the Japanese government has asked insurers to take on additional risks to continue providing marine war insurance for liquefied natural gas shippers in Russian waters, a senior official at the industry ministry said. I wonder, they must be expecting, they must be uh, hedging their bets on their uh, trade over there, huh? Wow. It reminds me of the insurance policy taken out on the Twin Towers just before 2000. Uh, uh, just before the attack there. German double agent passed Ukraine intelligence to Russia and had access to NSA info. Can you believe that? There was a German double agent. He, he took Ukrainian information intelligence and gave it to Russia, and he had access to NSA info? Whoa. 
This is crazy spy stuff, man. This was posted by WashingtonExaminer.com. A German agent who works for the country's foreign intel service is accused of accessing secret information about the Ukraine war and transmitting it to Russia. German officials are investigating whether the agent was blackmailed into committing treason. The accused double agent, who was only identified as Karsten L., was reportedly a senior surveillance official in the Federal Intelligence Service and was tasked with analyzing information received through wiretaps. As part of this position, the agent had access to wiretap operations run by other Western countries, including the UK and the US. This is crazy. This means that Russia has infiltrated our intelligence communities globally from the UK to the US and whatever. This is crazy. I bet we probably have, you know, every country has their agents in places, but holy smokes, this is wild. Hmm. World War Three stuff. What else? Serbia troops are on the highest level of alert over the latest Kosovo tensions, insider paper reported. So Serbia right there, highest level. Talk about highest level. North Korea is on the highest level too, always, right? But look at what we see going on. Tensions rising across the board. Taiwan on Tuesday announced an extension in mandatory military service from four months to one year, citing the threat from an increasingly hostile China. So they had previously a mandatory four-month service for their citizens. Now they have a one-year requirement to boost their uh, size of their active military people. Taiwan. This is indications of escalation. Everybody's. Uh, I think China has increased their forces by the most they have since World War II. We see everybody just really ramping up, preparing for war. Seriously. All right. There are more things going on today, but I am out of time, everybody. We'll be live again tonight, though. Uh, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time with the Daily Dose with Joshua Reed. Also, if you want to download the Dark to Light Show podcast live every Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time on WYSL 1040 AM radio. Um, we repost it every morning after it airs live on uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can search for Dark to Light Show with Joshua Reed and find it there. And enjoy that show as well. Um, but uh, we're coming up on New Year's too. I I'm still not sure about this weekend's plans. New Year's Eve might do a show on Saturday. We'll see, but we still have the whole week ahead of us. Tomorrow's hump day, so let's just get through this week, and as we get closer, we'll figure out what we're doing this weekend. I'm sure we'll have some events over there on the social red pill, get together, have a couple drinks, talk crap, have fun, make jokes, talk about the news and events and the conspiracies and the everything with each other once again this weekend, and I look forward to it hope you guys enjoyed the show please hit those plus signs and leave a comment let me know how you like it what's going on what's on your mind with everything going on in the world i appreciate it everybody take care god bless and god speed <laughs>